Hello St Ninians and welcome to this episode of the podcast. As you can tell, this isn't a normal episode. In fact, nothing is normal at the moment. My name's Mrs Smith and I run the digital leaders team at St Ninians. Normally I'm very much in the background when it comes to publishing and creating the podcast. But as, but as we're all sat in our own homes and I'm the only one with the controller of the recording app, um, I'm doing the hosting today. With me on the podcast today are a couple of digital leaders. Uh, so we're going to say a quick hello to them. Hi, Dagan. Hello. And hi, Joseph. Hello. Um, I hope you're both well, boys. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, doing good. Thank you. Excellent. Um, I thought we'd start our podcast off by discussing how we're feeling and how we're finding life um, in lockdown. So um, if I start with you first, Joseph, what's changed for you? Um, It's become a different structure. Like, instead of, like, say, having lunch at the same time as everyone with everyone else. It's like lunch, you have lunch when it's made, you know? Yeah. Is that a bit yeah. weird? It's quite different to normal timetable. Yeah. And are you, are you having the same kind of get-up time every morning? Um, Most days, yeah. Yeah, so trying to stick to some sort of yeah. routine. Um, what about you, Dagan? How, how, how are things different for you? Um... I think um, this whole situation has kind of shown all of us, like the entire world, how although we're in our own homes, we're still productive and um, getting up every day, uh, going to work. I've seen a few tips online that you should have all your workspace in a different area. But I try to keep alarms on my phone for every lesson, try and keep it quite structured, Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And does that help having that kind of structure? For me, yeah, because I'm a scatterbrain, I'm very un- unorganised. Um, without the school timetable, um, I would not be as productive as I am. So I, I've implemented that on my phone and it really helps. Oh, that's excellent. Um, you mentioned schoolwork. Let's move on to talk about schoolwork. Um, how are you finding getting the work? Is 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 getting work a tricky thing or an easy thing if we ask you Joseph first um I find it quite easily accessible it can just be um confusing sometimes when you look in your to-do list if a teacher returns it it stays in your to-do list that can be confusing oh yeah I understand that so when the work's returning Google Classroom it stays in your to-do list isn't it maybe that's a feature we should uh we should recommend to Google that there's some kind of method that you can see whether it's returned work or or work that actually needs to be done that's quite a top tip that isn't it and what about yourself Dagan how are you finding getting work um receiving the work initially on classroom is uh, really easy it's very organized and uh, streamlined um, I think but I agree with Joseph that sometimes it can be quite confusing as well some teachers don't put due dates on their work which means um if um, if like you haven't handed it in yet, um, it's quite confusing to know when the due date is unless it says it in the description of the assignment. Also, some teachers might only put an announcement on, but it's an assignment. Um, so yeah. that can make it really hard as well. But would you prefer everything as assignments? Um, I think if it's just a quick announcement, like a heads up, like, for example, in uh, your design technology saying, oh, you're going to be changing rotors next week, that's fine. But for actual work, um, I think uh, teachers should probably choose the assignment option when they're posting. It would help us a lot. 
yeah, just to understand what that it is actually a piece of work rather than just a piece of information, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, now at our school, we have something called the roll call. Um, and that roll call happens at the start of every lesson. Um, you don't have to be in the roll call. It's just to let um, students know that there's a member of staff on the other end of the line, as it were. Um, so if we go back to you, Joseph, how are you finding that idea of having a roll call and a teacher being online during your time taking lessons? I find the roll call quite useful for letting you know that it's now time to do your next lesson or lunch is finished, time to do more work kind of thing. And yeah. that it's giving you more of a, a school schedule. Right, okay. And yourself, Dagan? Um, I like the idea of the roll call, especially with some teachers. Um, they are kind of making it a, a fun starter to the lesson, like uh, my maths teachers um, saying to respond to the roll call um, and make a poster number, with, um, a square number or a factor of 60 or something. Um, so it, it can be quite fun to get your brain going and in the mood of the lesson. Oh, that's excellent. I love that idea. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to make everybody come up with their, their word of the week or something. <laughs> I'm definitely going to steal that idea, Dagan. You can you can tell your maths teacher that I'm, I'm, I'm having that idea away and using it in my role call. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know we've kind of touched on this um, a little bit uh, already, but how are you organising your schoolwork? Now, I've got two children at home, so I've got a, um, my son is in key stage two, so he's in year six and my daughter's in year nine. And we have a big blackboard in our, our kitchen and every night we rub off the blackboard and we write a list of things that they're going to try and achieve the next day. And they just tick them off as they go through them. And sometimes they don't manage to do them all. And that's absolutely fine. But I was just wondering, how did you manage your work? I know Dagan already said that he has little timers on his phone. But do you have any other top tips and hints about how you manage your work when you're working from home? Um, I normally look for like a like the roll call it's the start mm -hmm. like someone so a teacher saying this start this lesson i'll then go to that yeah. classroom and look for the work i need to do in that lesson and that's how i try and go to that timetable kind of thing yeah what happens if you don't finish the work within that lesson time do you just leave it and go back to it how does that go if i didn't finish it in the lesson i'll either do it like after school time or in like um in the next lesson yeah yeah so you're not you're not really strictly sticking to your timetable but, but your timetable is kind of helping you to have some idea of what you're going to do throughout yeah yeah what about yourself Dagan um and uh, my brother is in um key stage um oh my god this is embarrassing uh key stage um he's in primary school anyway so it's not as organized and rigid as uh, google classroom so right. we do the same thing and we have a mini uh chalkboard that usually has like what we're having for tea on it except we've repurposed it and now it has um what um our parents are planning to do with my brother lesson wise um every day right. um, and then there's like a break in between every two lessons um, so yeah. that's that's uh, that's quite helpful for him, I think. Um, when I can't get work finished in the lesson times, um, I usually go back after a break. Um, so let's say we have, um, I don't get something finished in, uh, like, um, 
like the first lesson of the day at, at the morning break i'll go back and finish that before i have a break right yeah so you're just picking up a little bit of spare time every now and again yeah just to try and try and finish things off that's good and then what sort of what sort of work are you getting boys are you getting um work that's really really different to what you would get in the classroom like maybe something super creative and open-ended or are you getting quite structured work um is your teacher trying to teach you some stuff that maybe uh, voicing over a, a keynote or a powerpoint How, what sort of what sort of work are you getting and is it really different to what happens in the classroom Just like say for english instead of writing a story about uh, a topic or something like mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days ago i got given uh write an article on a topic of your choice so freedom to yeah. do anything we want but with mm. sort of structure so it's yeah. different to like reading a shakespeare and then writing a review on it because yeah we can't read the shakespeare without getting a book yeah, so it's a bit bit different but the same yes i see what you're saying yeah and what about yourself dagan are you get finding works to be slightly different um yes uh, quite a lot different actually um it, it sort of depends on the on the teacher how drastically different the work is um most teachers have tried to stick to the uh, the general uh, curriculum as much as possible i can see because we're carrying on from where we left off when we were uh, in school as normal um but sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to complete the work because we might get a pdf of a worksheet we need to fill in and I've, I do have a laser printer, but it's black and white and it's um, not very good, really. So I try to use the Google Drawings feature in Google Docs. I take a screenshot of the PDF and I put it into the drawing and then I fill it in with text, but it's not practical at all. So, um, yeah, it, that's yeah. Really. Um, yeah, so... Let's move on from talking about all this hard work and difficult stuff that we've got to do. Um, what do you most miss about school, guys? It probably the communication with different people, like yeah. at break times, seeing your friends, that we can still see them through a screen, yeah. but it's through a screen. Yeah, it's not no, the same, is it? Not at all, but we can still, we can still meet up with people. But the lessons yeah. and the lessons don't have the same uh, feedback because you could go up to a teacher's desk and ask them to tell you what what I can improve, whereas it's a submit an email or something like that and then wait for a response, which yeah. can take time, but it works. Yeah, it's just a bit of a slower process, yeah. isn't it? You obviously have to wait for your feedback to come back to you and then you might have moved into a different lesson. So it's, it is a really different process, I think, isn't it? I think we're kind of lucky that we are in this situation and we have all this communication. At least we can keep in touch with each other. I imagine that if this had happened 20 years ago, we might, we might all feel quite lonely. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dagan? What do you miss most about school? Um, two things, really. Um, I mean... I live in like a suburban area, so the change of scenery, walking around the block um, has not been fun. So um, <laughs> um, like just going to different places 
um, on the island will be fun because I think they're going to allow you to travel again soon. So that'll be very good. But also just seeing like your friends and actually talking to people other than your household. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a it y- you have like FaceTime and that really does help quite a lot. But it, it it's not as real. You're not actually there with the person, and it definitely, it although it helps, it's not the same. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I find that as well. And I sometimes find that, and maybe you guys find this as well, that when you've been on a screen all day doing work or whatever you're doing, then actually, I'm a bit loath to FaceTime in the evening because it's yet it's yet yet another screen, and I don't and I don't mean to be horrible to my family or friends. Um, so sorry if you're listening. Um, but I just find I just find being on another screen again in the evening just a little bit difficult, really. Um, I, I kind of want to shut my screens away and go and do something different in the evening. But if you want to see your friends, you've got to use the screen, haven't you? Yeah. 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 Okay. And um, this is a bit more of a tricky question. Is there anything that you would like to see change when we go back to school, or what do you think we should change when we go back to school? And we're back into a school routine. So what, what have we learned from this period of time being away from school yet still trying to learn that we could use when we go back to school to make school maybe more efficient or to make things um, better in some way? I think what we've learned from using Google Classroom so much and similar platforms is how useful they can be when used in the right way for learning. So maybe perhaps yeah. a bit more use of that kind of thing would yeah. make learning a lot more efficient and easier. Absolutely. And what do you think, Dagan? Um, I'm going to use a bit of an analogy here. So it's like the, the technology that we've been using for the past 10 years and all of this, um, like, internet and stuff we've been using it and um, it's like the tip of the iceberg but now that we're actually in lockdown and we're using this technology we're, we're really pushing the limits of the technology that we're using and um, so it's like the 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 iceberg the part of the iceberg that's under the ocean it's so much bigger there's so much more technology and more aspects of the technology that we're discovering now that we haven't actually been able to use because the situations haven't allowed it and I think when we do get back to uh, our normal routines however long that will take um, I think the uh, technology um, home learning will be implemented so much more in the classroom um, I think that things like my maths and google classroom and um, will definitely be uh, implemented so much more uh, when we get back to school and th- there might be like an increase in the amount of iPads and uh, computers that we actually have in the classrooms um, which I think will be very exciting to see. Yeah that would be good wouldn't it? It would be good if we could take some of these things and some of the skills and some of the benefits that we've learned about a time that's been quite difficult and maybe use them for our benefit when everything goes back to normal and we can all see each other again and see our friends and be back in school. I think that would be a uh, I think it would be good if we got something good out of it. Yeah. Um, now, what have you enjoyed about being at home all the time? We have had the most splendid weather in April that I can ever, ever remember. I'm sat in my shorts and T-shirt. I cannot believe how warm it is outside. Um, I have certainly found aspects of being at home really enjoyable. I've enjoyed not having that feeling of having to rush around all the time. Um, 
being really pleasant. Um, so certainly first thing in the morning in our house, I imagine in your houses as well, it's a little bit crazy. Everybody gets up, pushes around, has breakfast, dashes off to work and school. And you just don't have that at the moment. So I've quite enjoyed that. And I've enjoyed spending a lot more time with my own children. What things have you enjoyed about being at home all the time? I've quite liked, like, when it gets dark, I quite like to take pictures of the stars. And since yeah. it's so, like, normally I'm near-ish to Douglas, like the Douglas centre area. And yeah. it could, there can be a lot of light coming out of there. And because it's so inactive, there's you can see all the stars. Oh, so cool. that's what's quite nice about it being so quiet. Yeah. Did you see the um the meteor storm? Yes. In the last... Yeah. Quite cool. Yeah. I, I saw saw a few. I didn't see very and many. And there was the Starlink satellites went across as well. Yeah, I try. I went to look for those, but I didn't actually manage to see them. Did you get a photo? Yes, Joseph? I've got a couple. Oh, cool. That is really cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I've enjoyed the stars of late. Um, I'm not in Douglas like you, so we, we do get quite good skies where I live. Um, but yeah, it must be nice to have less light pollution and be able to enjoy your hobby a little bit more. Dagan, what about yourself? What have you enjoyed? Um, first of all, I've just enjoyed seeing my, like, because usually, yeah, I'm not seeing my grandparents and that's very hard because I used, I, I usually spend like one day a week every Saturday with them but so that's been quite hard but um but I, I've been seeing my mum my dad and my brother so much more because there's six hours of the day where um they're they're at work and I'm at school so it's nice to be able to actually spend time with them but as well like because the cars aren't on the road as much anymore you can go outside and it's so much more peaceful and um, it's just lovely yeah it is isn't it We've been um, we've been going on family bike rides and we've noticed that it's so much nicer without all the vehicles on the road. Yeah. Um, it's just to be able to go and do a few miles on your bike without worrying whether you're going to come across a huge truck is really is really nice. I'm also with you on that day, and it's been it's been lovely, hasn't it? Yeah. Um. Now, some people I read have been using their time to learn a new skill or maybe brush up on something that they haven't previously had time to pursue. Have either of you guys um? either taught yourself something new, learnt something new, or maybe uh, picked up something that you started but didn't quite finish? We'll start with you, Dagan. Um, I'm not really the best example of this one because um, I, I haven't really uh, learned any new skills, but I have had some, I have had some more time to... Um, to enjoy just like messing about on my computer, I used to do it quite a lot um, in primary school where I used to just download and check, check out different applications and I used to be quite into coding. And then with all of this homework and in secondary school, it's been so much harder to actually do that because you have to sit down and actually take a long block of time to uh, actually pursue it. So now that I... Now that I have a little bit more time, I can actually do that. Also, um, I've been going out for my daily exercise, and usually I've never managed to get out that much, um, really. But now I'm I'm actually um, I'm trying to uh, take more priority uh, with my physical um, exercise. So yeah, oh. yeah, that's good. What about yourself, Jess? What have you What have you learned? Um, well. Continue. recently i've come back to liking pokemon 
They're really and cool. And I had a look through my collection and I found, like, my favourite four Pokemon. And I decided I'd try and draw them, which right. went all right. And okay, I'm cool. slowly getting better. And also, cool. I when I was a couple of years ago, me and my dad went on a lot of cycles. And that right. slow, we didn't not doing it so much. And now we've got daily exercises. It makes it a good time to try cycling again. Yeah, cool. Um, like I, I just said, I, I do enjoy going out on my bike. So um, yeah, I, I like a I like a bit of a an exercise moment. Good stuff. Um, right. If you could ask the Minister of Education any questions about the current situation, or maybe about education going forward, following on from this. Is there anything that you would like to ask him? Um, Joseph, have you got an answer to this question? I don't know whether you had anything or not. Yeah, if it's like a question you'd ask nearing the end of lockdown, when we're starting Mm -hmm. to go back to school, like, what would he do now? Because there's going to be years that are jumping from year six to seven, like year 11 to college and college universities that will have missed out on that gap Mm. and what's going to happen to fill in that gap yeah to fill in that gap of learning yeah and where what would normally have happened when you've gone from year six to seven what would have happened is it going to happen just next year yeah yeah it's a good question what about yourself, Dagan? Do you have any questions? Um, I assume by asking this question that there'll be some sort of meeting um, with all of the uh, teachers or like heads of the um, of each of the schools about how the teachers have managed during this um, uh, during this lockdown. Um, I try and ask what sort of measures are you going to be taking to implement the um, this or to try and implement this technology that we've had um, had to use over the last um, few months um, of lockdown, like what measures are you going to take to um, like implement that into everyday learning? Because at the mo- because um, we're doing it every day, and we can see that it will make school and learning a lot more efficient and fun and creative. Um, so. Are you going like are you are you and if yes, how are you going to implement um this new technology into the curriculum? Yeah, that's what yeah. That's your question, yeah. That's a good question. Um I think we should maybe um encourage the minister to listen to our podcast and see if he can come up with answers for you boys. It would be uh, it'd be nice to hear from him. Right, just before we move on to the next bit of our podcast. Um, have you got any top tips about surviving home learning? Um, maybe it's about where you work or how you share the dining room table with your parents or uh, having a break or what have you. But what what would be some top tips, Joseph? Probably something like maybe for half a day, once or twice a week, just forget everything that you need to do and do something you want to do. For just for that half a day sounds like a great top tip yeah that, that keeps you it stops you from getting a little bit stale always being on the screen doesn't it always 
in Google Classroom, always trying to accomplish, you know, tasks. It does it does uh, stop you from going slightly mad, I imagine. Yeah. Dagan? Um, I'd probably say um, do not work um, in your uh, bedroom and because if you are using the space that you usually use to um like just to relax and stuff um if you're using that same space to work you will get distracted you need to have some um particular place where you have all of your work stuff and it may seem a little bit odd but when you finish your day make sure to um like close down whatever device you're using or switch out of the app that you're using um if you're using a phone for this um and then move away from that space because psychologically that will make that will put you in the mode for like home because you're moving from a different space as if you were moving from the building that is school so it actually psychologically it puts you in a better mindset for um working when you move from where you usually do uh, recreation or activities and stuff like watching tv to the actual working space yeah and um, it helps a lot that's a great tip i like that we um we have a box with all our school things in in our house and um at the end of the school day we put all our work things in the box and that is the end of the school day and then our house just like you're saying our house becomes our home again it no longer is our workspace that's a great tip i love that one right um, thank you very much, boys. That was really, really interesting. Um, and I think lots of people will get lots of super ideas and tips and will be greatly reassured by what you boys have had to say. Um, now, normally in the podcast, we do a bulletin and we have a sports report, but we can't do any of that, really, because we haven't we don't know when we're going back to school. So we've got nothing to talk about in our bulletin. We aren't really doing any competitive sports. So we've no sports reports to do. So I thought what we could do is we could do some shout outs to uh, staff and students who have been doing some super work at home. Um, I'm going to start off. I know that you boys each have some shout outs to do as well. So we'll start with our first shout out. I'm going to give a huge shout out to all the teachers at St Ninians. They've worked super hard to get everybody online, get their work up and running for some people um, working on Google Classroom and in an online manner isn't normal for them and they really had to switch up how they work and I guess you boys understand how difficult it is to change the way in which you work um, a bit like when you switch teachers you know from yeah. year eight to year nine you switch teacher and it's like oh my goodness this teacher is totally different to my last French teacher um, so I'm I'm dead proud of it. I'm dead proud of the, uh, the staff at Sydney They are absolute superheroes, and they've done brilliantly to do all that in double quick time. Right, Joseph, your first shout uh, out. My first shout out goes to the Core Skills Group, who have been providing excellent answers to the thunk of the week in the Curiosity Cabinet. The thunk was come up with four different ways to draw a sheep that doesn't actually involve drawing a sheep. A particular well done to Callum from Seven B, Megan B and Alexandra from 7C, Ethan R from 7E for using their creativity through making 3D models, creating a collage, and even making a video. Superb. Excellent. Um, 
I don't quite know how you draw a sheep without drawing a sheep, but um, we might, I might ask to see some examples of that, I have to say. Uh, Dagan, have you got a shout-out? Um, my shout-out goes to um, um, PE. Um, there were some brilliant, healthy selfie entries um, where you had to make a slideshow um, with three different examples of you um, exercising. Um, there were some great entries from all year groups um, before the Easter holidays, but a big shout-out to Year 8, who had the most entries out of the year groups. Is that your year group, Dagan? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, whoop, whoop, well done, Year 8. Um, my next shout-out is from the English department. They emailed me to say that lots of students have been participating in their lessons, which, of course, is fabulous. But big shout-outs go to 8B2, who've given some great responses to a poem called The Blessing, and also to 7B1, who have produced an excellent work on the Titanic topic. They had to write some diaries from the perspective of a passenger. Um, but not only this, they've been helping their classmates out by posting questions in the Google Classroom stream, and their classmates have been answering the questions even before their teachers can get to them. So that's great when you've got your mates helping you out in the classroom and you don't always have to wait for your um, your teacher to answer. So uh, well done to those guys. That's ace. Uh, also, a big well done to the Year 8 Core Skills group, Malu, who have been, who have provided some thought-provoking ideas for questions. Is it ever possible to live a normal life and not tell a lie? That's a good question. That is a good question. I wonder whether... It is possible to live a normal life and not tell a lie. Maybe we shouldn't debate that right now, I don't think, boys. Maybe that's one for later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dagan, your next shout out. Um, a big shout out to the students mm. from uh, the unit who. Mm. Uh, sorry, that's my alarm for lessons <laughs> going off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, big shout out to the students from the unit who made a uh, hundred birthday card for Captain Tom Moore. Um, if you've not heard the story, Captain Moore decided that he would want you to do a hundred laps of his garden before his hundredth birthday. He decided to do uh, this um, little idea um, for charity and raise twenty million pounds for the NHS. That's amazing. Also, also a shout out from Miss Dyson and Miss Lewis to Duran in year seven, who did a fantastic percentage Spider-Man and completed a great list of microbes in science. Well done. Uh, well done to that. Well done to him and uh, well done to the, the students from the unit. I know they became one of Howard's heroes uh, last week for making their 100th birthday card for Captain Tom Moore. So well done to those guys. And I have one final shout out before we move on and, and bring our podcast to a close. My final shout out goes to Mr. Makins who has done all his training and sat all his little tests and exams and is now an Apple teacher. Um, so in order to become an Apple teacher, you have to do um, a little bit of work of trying out, trying to figure out how your iPad works and, and all the um, iWork apps that go with it, uh, plus GarageBand as well, actually. Um, and then you do some revision, you do some practice, read some books, and then you sit a little test. And if you pass all your tests, you become an Apple teacher. So well done to Mr. Makings for doing that. That's brilliant work. Right, boys, I think that is it from us. Have you either of you got anything else to add? Um, no, I think that's everything. Um, no. We're all good. Yeah. Um, yep, so that's it from us. Remember to check your Google Classroom for work, everybody. Uh, your teachers are online during your timetabled lessons if you need help or support. And that does include your tutors for tutor time first thing in the morning. 
Um, you don't have to follow your school timetable. I just want to reiterate that. Um, if you do want some ideas of things to do during your half day that Joseph suggested that you do something that you like, there are loads of ideas on the St Ninian's um, website under the parent tab and then in home learning. Um, any news or information that we have coming out of school goes onto our website, but it also goes onto our Facebook page. So please keep an eye out on both of those things. I'd like to extend a really big thank you to Joseph and Dagan for giving up um, the last hour of their time to make this podcast. I want to wish you all stay safe, stay at home, and don't forget to wash your hands. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Dagan. Bye-bye. Bye.